welcome to Run With Purpose. This is episode number 91. And for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Flores, and I'm so very glad that you found this podcast. Would love if you would subscribe. And as always, you can reach out to me on all the socials at flores.run. Hope everyone is having a great week so far. Um, how about that episode last week with Telsa? She it was just it was just a great story. So glad I was able to connect with her on social media. I've heard a lot of great feedback from the episode. So yeah, thanks to everyone that listened to it, and thanks Telsa for being on the show. Um, it was great. Next week we have another returning guest, uh, someone that's been on the show before, and I'm excited to share our conversation that we had. But yeah, things are things are going great over here. Uh, having lots of fun in Minnesota in the cold. Um, I actually have been running with the uh, a group called the Polar Bears. Um, it's basically like a winter running group, and it's exactly as you expect. It's people that are absolutely crazy uh, running in stupid cold weather. Uh, this past weekend, I think it was like eight when we started. It was eight, feels like negative two, and that's like the warmest we've been in a while. So it was actually a nice little warm run. Uh, there's a guy I met there that kind of sits along with my pace. We did a couple lakes in Minneapolis. Uh, it was a ton of fun. Got to just talk with him. It was just him and I running. The We did just over six miles, I think. Six and a half miles, maybe. Somewhere in that range. Um, yeah, it was just a really good run. Really good to just hang out and get outside with other people. Um, I'm finding that I'm running a lot by myself here at home, um, which isn't the best because it's kind of, it sucks because it's cold and you can't really run with people. But Or it's it's hard to kind of motivate yourself when it's this cold to keep pushing through. But it's all right. We make it work. But because uh, last weekend, so not this weekend that just passed, the weekend before, uh, we were in Ohio um, visiting uh, for my niece's birthday. I was like, why were we there? And that was last weekend, right? Was that last weekend or now two weekends ago? Hold on. Look at the calendar. Horrible, horrible podcasting, guys. What am I talking about? Yeah, last weekend. Um, we were in Ohio for my niece's birthday. And I was able to run uh, with my buddy Chad, uh, which is nice. Josh was had other things to do, and I think he was sleepy. I think that was going to be his real excuse. Um, just kidding. But it was nice getting out with him. But it was funny because it was like, I want to say it was like 15 degrees there, which crazy enough, it was actually colder there than it was here, which I'm like, how do we go to Ohio and it's warmer back home in Minnesota? Um, but we were out, and I think it was like 15 degrees, and Chad, we ran... I think just under seven, maybe it's around the same thing, maybe around six and a half again. And he's like, I'm still not warm this entire time. I'm like, dude, it's actually like pretty nice right now. Like it's feeling real good. Like I was warming up a good bit and I'm like, yep, I'm starting to deal with this cold. I'm starting to feel it real nice and uh, it's making things a little easier, I guess, but it's still freezing here, but that's okay. Um, what else is going on? Uh, New Pokemon game came out, not related at all to the podcast, but that's been fun playing that. Uh, Arceus, I think is how you pronounce it. Not really sure. There's no uh, there's no voiceovers in the game, so just reading text. But uh, that's kind of been the thing, you know, trying to redo my training plan and get focused. Uh, again, I talked about a few weeks ago, planning out races, haven't finalized anything just yet, um, but got some ideas. First race is probably going to be in June in Montana. Uh, which would be cool. So I've set up a training plan. Um, if you don't know, I think I've said this before, I use Koros as my running watch. And they have a new training thing. I think they launched it at the beginning of the year. I think it went into beta in December, and it came full live, I think, at the beginning of the year. 
But you can basically build together a training plan with regular workouts, with your runs, yada, yada, and like build them into your watch, which is so, so cool. So like I don't have to think about how far I need to run that day. It's like, oh, here's the miles I need to do. I don't have to look at like another calendar, which is obviously a lot of watches do that kind of piece. But the one thing that a lot of watches don't do is the actual workout part of it. So I have basically like my workouts, if I do like a chest workout or back workout or whatever, I have all of my exercises and I basically plan out, um, I plan out the weight and the reps that I'm going to do. And like the watch will beep and tell me like how many, like, all right, you're, this is your next exercise and here's the weight you're doing for it. And I do three sets and it counts your rest time. So I don't have to be that guy at the gym that just like keeps taking out his phone and scrolling through Instagram or something. It's like, no, do your workout, like take your 60 second or 90 second break and jump back into the next set. So that's been great kind of doing the training, but things are going good so far. I'm just trying to keep my flexibility up in the ankle and the foot, everything I was dealing with there, and then kind of continuing to strengthen the hips. I think the gym's helping out a lot, just strengthening everything else, doing like full body workouts. Um, yeah, I mean, today is January 31st. Well, if you're listening to this on the day, it came out, it's February 1st. But I think I've even, I've gone to the gym at least three times a week, every single uh, week so far this year, which I'm like, I'm proud of that. Keep moving forward. So, um, yeah, that's kind of everything happening on this side of things. Uh, the topic I want to talk about today is, is this idea of, um, it's not something that I like would normally think about or directly think about. I'd say I've always had it as an idea, um, of like what I'm striving for. Um, and, and it's the idea of greatness, obviously from the title of the episode, but you know, everything that I attempt or anything that I go after, I really have this mentality of wanting to do the best I can, right? Like I don't go in things half-assed and just say, oh, whatever happens, happens with it. You know, I'm not going to, not going to pull it all in. And it's like, no, I'm going to give it my best effort. I'm going to do everything I can because I'm, I'm striving for this like greatness. And we all have these ideas of people uh, throughout history that were like, hey, these are great people for whatever it is, whether it's an athletic event, just a, a, an overall like decent human being um, or a mentor or something like that. And we strive to kind of be like, we hold them as greatness and we go, all right, how do I get to that point? How do I, I strive for this thing? You know, so it's it's in everything I'm doing, really just trying to be the best that I can at it. And, and that saying, like, I know I'm not going to be the greatest. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not going to be the greatest runner. I'm not going to be the greatest podcaster. I'm not going to be the greatest whatever it is. But I have this mentality of, like, that doesn't mean I shouldn't strive for this idea of greatness. Like, that should be what I'm looking towards and making sure I'm getting to that, that level, if you will, if we think about greatness as a level, pushing to strive to that place not necessarily something that I'm going to just like never really achieve, if that sounds weird. But the the whole idea really came from a sermon uh, that our, my pastor had, had preached a few weeks ago. And this is, I'm not going to bring it up from, from a faith aspect, but even if we take it like a faith aspect out of it, it's how often do we look to those that are in like a position or pa of power or maybe a position of influence or have... Um, the resources to kind of call that great of like, hey, I can never be 
great in whatever it is because I don't have the power or the resources or the influence that they have. And because I don't have these things, there's no way for me to kind of elevate myself to that greatness level. I've talked about before this idea of like holding ourselves back because we don't think we can accomplish things. It's the same kind of mentality, right? We're using this idea of because I don't have the power, because I don't have the resources, because I don't have the influence, that means I can't be great in whatever the case is. So what ends up happening is we lower ourselves, we lower our expectations since we don't have what they have. But we, we really need to flip that around. And instead of saying what we don't have, let's look at what we do have. So you might say that I don't have much at all, but even in saying that, you're saying you have much. You have something that you can provide, something that you can give, something that you can support in someone else. So how do we use the little bit that we have, if we want to call it a little bit, how do we use that little bit to make a difference on a larger scale? Because I would say, I'd argue that we all have more than a little bit. We all have our gifts, talents, abilities, things that we can do to make a larger impact for ourselves, for our family, for our community, for the world, if you want to go, go crazy big with it. But this idea that we hold ourselves back because we see what we have is little, non-influential, not able to make a difference because it's just small. It's just little old me. So how am I supposed to make this huge difference in everything when in reality, I, I just don't have the, the influence, the resources, um, the popularity, the power, again, wh- however we want to call it. What are those pieces that we're missing that are kind of making ourselves hold back, right? I was just a, uh, a guest on uh, the Tailored Cool podcast, and Taylor was on the show a while back, uh, last year, I'm pretty sure. And this whole episode, our idea was talking about kind of my story and this idea of getting comfortable with discomfort in like introverts versus extroverts and kind of knowing your worth and knowing where to stand. And, and a lot of it came back and I listened to the episode the other day and I meant to write some notes down and I obviously didn't. Poor me. Uh, should have done that. But Go check out the episode. It's a really, really good episode, not just because I'm on it, but I think it's there's a lot of good points to it. But we look at it and we say, who am I to kind of do these things? We talk about imposter syndrome and that sort of thing. But who am I to, to kind of tell this story when it realizes like, hey, this is the little piece that I have. This is the thing that I have. This is the opportunity that I have to reach someone that may feel the same way I feel or may do the same things that I do and feel like they don't have an influence or a voice or something to share. And that's the whole reason the podcast started, right? I've said this a ton of times before. I do this so I can talk to really cool people for them to share their story. People like Delsa that may not have an opportunity to tell their story on a larger scale. Not that I'm a huge podcast and we get millions of listeners, but that story is going to resonate with someone. It's already resonated with some of you reaching out, talking about it. So me using this little thing that I might, if I had just held it to myself saying, you know what, this is just too little. I can't really um, 
share that at all, it's not going to make it huge. It's not going to make a huge difference. Like, yeah, but it's going to make a difference. And I think that's kind of where we have to like flip the switch is when we strive for this greatness, when we realize that we all have greatness in us, we can all do something to make a difference for someone else, no matter how small that thing is. When we take it out of our sense of how we are going to look about it, or how we're going to feel about it, and how are we going to affect the other person, that's when the shift changes, right? When we no longer start making it about ourselves, but really look out the window and go, who am I helping with this? What difference am I making because of whatever I'm doing? That's the more important thing is when we take our eyes off of ourselves. I think so many times we get wrapped up in that selfish nature of it, where it's like, oh, I can't do that, pity poor me. And that's the problem, is we're only worried about the me. We're not paying attention to the person that we are helping, the person that might be listening, the person that might be watching us to say, hey, you know what, I, I want to be like this person. Even if you don't think you're that person, somebody is looking at you and looking to you for guidance, for information, for support in whatever kind of way. And you know, we can't help in every way, but that's why we all have our own different skills and abilities, right? That's why we find friends that, you know, all of our friends, if you take a look at your friends, you don't, not every single one of your friends are alike, right? You have certain friends that you do certain things with and other friends you do other things with. Like I have certain friends that I run with and then I have other friends that I do other things with. I don't do much other else than run and play video games. So, um, you know, so there's, there's different groups that you kind of have there. And when you think about it, it's like, well, I can still benefit someone. I don't have to benefit everyone. But how can I use that to really make a difference for someone? Use those little things there. And really what it comes down to when I talk about this issue of not being able to feel like you can um, be great or have this idea of greatness is we worry about the position, the influence, and that sort of thing. But greatness really isn't about a position or influence. Greatness itself is a posture. It's this idea of I'm laying myself beneath someone else to serve someone. You know, we've seen it so many times where people in power, people that we put in position, you know, whether it's governmental or, or organizational or whatever the case might be, that they use, they end up using that power for their own benefit. You know, if we want to quote Spider-Man, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. So when we have this power trip, if you will, that's when things just to slowly start to spiral. But the people that are truly great, if you look through their lives, look at commonalities of it, a lot of times it's serving other people. It's getting away from that me and focusing on how can I make a difference for somebody else? How can I make someone else's life greater than my own? Because this isn't about us. It's about bringing everyone together, supporting people, being there for someone when they need someone to talk to, when they need someone to cry on, when they need some advice. Shit, maybe when they need some money. How can you support someone knowing that, hey, oh, I just have a little, but you have something. You have something to give. We all have something to give. We all have a story to share. And I think that's the point right there is when we share our story, when we share our lives, when we share information, when we share all of these kinds of things, that's when we can truly, truly say we're striving for greatness. 
because we're doing something for someone else. We're doing something that's going to outlive ourselves. I bring this up on the podcast with Taylor. This idea we all have an expiration date. We don't live forever. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So what are we going to do with our lives that's going to make a difference that's going to outlive us? Not that necessarily your name will be known, but that you would have an impact on someone's life, someone's lives, multiple people's lives, processes, these kinds of things. What kind of improvements are we making to the world based on our actions today, the stories we share, the people we help? So really the the whole point of this episode and the whole thought process behind everything here is really understanding that greatness is not a position. It's not about the influence. It's not about your resources. It's about a posture. This posture of kind of going down to, to serve others. To be there for other people, to listen to other people, to share your advice, share your experiences. We all have a story. Just be willing to share it. That's it. It's that simple kind of a weird segue into it, but if you have a story or you know someone that has a cool story that you're like, hey, they have a story and, and, and I don't think they realize how important of a story that is. Get them on the podcast. <laughs> Tell them to reach out to me. You reach out to me on their behalf. I have no problem reaching out to people and just asking them to, to tell me their story and tell me what's going on in their lives because I think it's so important for people to realize that their story matters and not only their story matters, that it's going to make a difference for someone else. Because once you realize that your story is helping other people, you're going to be more willing to share more about it. And you're going to be more willing to kind of take that extra step into greatness. Yeah, that's it today. Real quick. But uh, reach out to me on social media everywhere. You guys know the drill. Uh, Flores.run. Subscribe, leave a review for the podcast. Visit the website www.flores.run. Um, hangry we are hangry.com find everything that's going on there but thank you so much for joining today remember to keep running with purpose one step at a time see you guys next week